Greetings in the name of Jesus. This is Rob Hames. This is 15 Minutes with Jesus. Today we're going to talk about the Lord is my shepherd. Psalm 23, verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. David wrote this psalm by the Holy Ghost. Starting out in verse 1, The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is our shepherd. He is the one. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. The reason I won't want is because the Lord is my shepherd. I follow him. I confess Jesus as my Lord. He is my Lord, and he is my shepherd, and he leads me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. He leads me beside the still waters. He causes me to lie down in green pastures. You know, a sheep likes green pastures. There's plenty of good food. You won't lack if the Lord is your shepherd. You shall not want. He will lead you to green pastures. He will provide for your every need as you follow him. He is your Lord. He is your shepherd. And he will lead you beside still waters where you can get a nice cool drink. And he will restore our souls. He leads us in paths of righteousness for his namesake. This is how he restores our souls. He leads us in these paths of righteousness. But that's only if he's our shepherd, if we're following him. If we follow him, Jesus said, follow me. As we follow him, he leads us in these righteous paths and things are exposed in our souls. And as we humble ourselves and we repent and we draw near to him, he will cleanse us. He will cleanse our souls. He will restore our souls. Our souls have been destroyed through sin. The first thing Jesus did to restore our souls is to offer himself a living sacrifice for our sins. Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. And that's why he came, was to take away our sins and restore our souls, to make us sound, to heal us, to make us sons and daughters of the living God. And he loved us. The Father loved us so much that he gave his Son to be a living sacrifice on the cross for our sins. And Jesus loved us. And he obeyed the Father. He died for our sins. And he was buried. But on the third day, the Father raised him from the dead by the power of the Holy Ghost, justified from all those sins. And we, when we give ourselves to Jesus, we are baptized into his death, burial, and resurrection, crucified for our sins, raised again for our justification. Verse 4, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? For thou art with me. Jesus is with us because we follow him. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. So what is a rod? 
The rod and the staff represent the authority that the Lord has. All authority in heaven and earth has been given to Jesus. Hallelujah. And he's our shepherd and he's leading us. And as we are walking in obedience to him and he sends us, we have authority. We have his authority and his authority will comfort us because we know beyond a shadow of any doubt that Jesus triumphed over all the powers and authorities of darkness. It is written in his word, because he humbled himself to the death of the cross, the Father has given him a name above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow in heaven, on the earth, and under the earth, and every tongue shall confess Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And the Father has seated him in heavenly places, and he seated us in him. When we are in Jesus, we are seated in him at the right hand of the Father, far above principality, power, might, and dominion, and every wicked spirit. And that's the rod, that's the staff, that's the authority that is given to Jesus. And as we are in him, we are protected by that staff, that rod. And even though the Lord leads us through the valley of the shadow of death, we will not fear evil because of the authority that is given to him because he triumphed over all the powers of evil, all the power of darkness. And he is our Lord. He is our shepherd. He is our shield. He is our exceeding great reward. And we are with him. We are following him. We are his sheep. Verse 5 says, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. The Lord provides abundantly for us right in front of our enemies. Even though our enemies are round about us, the Lord is providing for us. And he anoints our head with oil. Let's turn to 1 Samuel chapter 15. This is where we read about Saul and how he rejected the word of the Lord and how the Lord rejected him from being king. And when Samuel came to him, in verse 22, says, Samuel said, Hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to hearken than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he hath also rejected thee from being king. Let's go to chapter 16, verse 1. And the Lord said unto Samuel, How long wilt thou mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? Fill thine horn with oil, and go. I will send thee to Jesse the Bethlehemite, for I have provided me a king among his sons. Samuel obeyed the Lord. Samuel walked in the authority of the Lord because he was obedient to the Lord. So he came to Bethlehem, and he got together with Jesse and his sons. I'm not going to read all these scriptures. I don't have time. But Jesse brought each one of his sons before Samuel. And Samuel said one after another, The Lord hath not chosen this one. And then Jesse made Shammah, verse 9, to pass by. And he said, Neither hath the Lord chosen this. Verse 10, again, Jesse made seven of his sons to pass before Samuel. And Samuel said to Jesse, The Lord hath not chosen these. And Samuel said to Jesse, Are here all thy children? And he said, There remaineth yet the youngest, and behold, he keepeth the sheep. And Samuel said unto Jesse, Send and fetch him, 
for we will not sit down till he come hither. And he sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy, and withal of a beautiful countenance, and goodly to look to. And the Lord said to Samuel, Arise, anoint him, for this is he. Then Samuel took the horn of oil, and anointed him in the midst of his brethren. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. So David was anointed by the prophet Samuel. The Holy Spirit came upon him from that day forward. David was a man after God's own heart, and that's why God chose him. David loved God, and he followed his shepherd. He was led by the Spirit. The goodness of Psalm 23 came to David and us through the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And as you know, if you've read the scriptures, David did many things, including killing Goliath, which was an amazing accomplishment. But he did that by the power of the Holy Spirit and by the word of God. David loved God. He wrote the Psalms. He wrote Psalm 23 under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And in verse 5, Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. He understood that. He understood the anointing. So, the Lord is my shepherd. Number one, the Lord is my shepherd. Jesus is my Lord. He's my shepherd. I follow him. We like to quote Psalm 23, but the blessings that are spoken of therein belong only to those that follow their shepherd. Let's go to John 10, verse 1. Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice. And he calleth his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. Notice, the sheep hear the voice of the shepherd. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. This parable spake Jesus unto them, but they understood not what things they were which he spake unto them. Then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved, and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not, but for to steal, and to kill, and to destroy. I am come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. But he that is an hireling, and not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming, and leaveth the sheep, and fleeth. The wolf catcheth them, and scattereth the sheep. The hiring fleeth, because he is a hireling, and careth not for the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and know my sheep, and am known of mine. As the Father knoweth me, even so know I the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, that's us, the Gentiles, and they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. There is one shepherd, his name is Jesus. Jesus is our shepherd, and he proved this. He laid down his life for us. Thank you, Jesus. Greater love, he said, hath no man than this, 
that a man lay down his life for his friends. And he said, You are my friends, if you do whatsoever I command you. Verse 17, Therefore doth my father love me, because I lay down my life, that I might take it again. No man taketh it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. This commandment have I received of my father. In Matthew chapter 7, at the end of the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said, Not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, shall go into the kingdom of heaven, but they that do the will of my Father. Many will come and say, Lord, Lord, have we not done many wonderful works in thy name? Prophesy, cast out devils, heal the sick, and then I will say unto them, Depart from me, I never knew you, you who work iniquity. They weren't following their shepherd. They weren't following their Lord. They were doing their own will. They were in rebellion and in the sin of witchcraft. Even though the Holy Ghost had manifested through them in times past, they were not following their shepherd. Jesus said, I only do the will of my Father. What I see him doing, he will lead us by his Spirit to do his will. We follow our shepherd by the Holy Ghost. We hear his voice and we follow him. Jesus saved us from our sins and washed us in his own blood by the sacrifice of himself to make us sons and daughters of the living God, to follow our Lord, our shepherd, to do the will of God from our hearts, seeking his glory and honor, seeking to please the Father, not ourselves anymore, not to live in the flesh, to do our own will, seeking our own glory and pleasure, and then go to heaven because we are saved. No, it won't work. It's a lie. The Spirit is given for us to love God and serve Him and obey Him, following Jesus, our great shepherd, and loving one another. He said, this is my commandment, that you love one another. We cannot say that we love God if we hate our brother, if we won't forgive our brother or our sister. We are in darkness, and we don't love God. The Apostle John said, this is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. He said, Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 20 and 21. Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect, in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen.